welcome to Let's Get Weird with Lola, the podcast about business and mindset and everything in between. I'm Lola, the queen of weird, mother weirdo, as you may. I am the person you come to when you want to find what makes you unique, what makes you different and tap into that to create your whole business around it and to be able to build an empire that's profitable and that works for you rather than you slaving the day away into doing something that's not really resembling who you are. So get ready for this unedited podcast because we're diving in right now. Hello, 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 weirdos. I just... You know, when you start your podcast and first thing that comes out of your mouth is not the words you wanted to say. That's how that's how this one's starting. But I don't care. I'm not starting again. You get what you get with this podcast and you know it. So how are you doing, gorgeous, beautiful soul? I'm so excited for you to listen to this, for you to be here with me today. Um, This podcast episode, you know, I'm all tits deep into anxiety right now. Not I'm yeah, well. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Like, yes, I'm an anxious person and anxiety is part of me. It does not define me and it does not define you either, just in case you needed a reminder. Um, But I am tits deep into teaching you guys and showing you how to make sure that you're dealing with your anxiety the right way um, right now. So again, this podcast, this episode is presented to you by... um, Sorry, my nose was a cheat. My thrive. What is going on with this episode? I feel like I have all the energy in the world. Like my ADHD, the hyperactivity just fucking got cranked up to a thousand. <laughs> this is going to be a fun episode. Um, but yeah, this episode, this podcast episode is presented to you by Thriving Weirdo, my new group coaching program that focuses all about teaching you to manage your anxiety so that you could be the fucking rock star that you are and that you know that you are, but you feel that you're trapped and you can't move past your anxiety, your fears, your doubt. Um, this program is for you. So if you ever feel like you have all these amazing things you want to try, these new projects, you're like, oh my God, this sounds so much fun. You want to launch something. You want to just try something new, but each and every single time, even you before you even start it, you have all these little voices, these doubts, these fears that keep telling you that you're not good enough. You need more of this. You need less of that. And you finish by talking yourself out of it or just looking at the tasks ahead and make you fucking make you feel icky and not good and makes you just want to drop everything and run and hide under a blanket and just magically somehow have your business or project turn around and just work magically, please. Thank you. (laughs) So that please and thank you is going to be brought to you by Thriving Weirdo because I've been there, my friend. I've been in the situation for like whole of, and this is like, this is part of the episode, but for whole of like 2018, 2019, I was in this position that for my business, I was trying so fucking hard, but not in the, yeah, in a good way because I was giving my all. Like I was putting hours and hours and hours um, in my business. I was collecting all the free test, not free testimonial, but free trainings and free webinars that I could find to gather as much knowledge as I could. I was like a little raccoon going through the, it wasn't trash. Okay. It's not trash whenever I downloaded it, but it's like, I was just like a little raccoon hoarding a bunch of stuff and just hoping that the bunch of stuff eventually are going to just glue together by miracle and offer a full fucking program or something. So I have done that so much and I would not just collect a bunch of things. I bought a bunch of programs, which I'm still fucking grateful to this days. And each and every single program and coaches that I invested in allowed me to be the person that I am today. It's part of the path. It's like, I don't, I don't feel if there's, if all your investments come, and again, if you don't know how to invest, check out my episode, I feel like two weeks ago, last week, whatever, on investing and how to invest. When your investment comes from your heart, when it comes from a place of excitement, when you truly feel good about it, you haven't, you weren't pressured into it, it doesn't feel icky, it doesn't feel bad, it truly comes from a place of love and from a place of excitement, you might have some fears, it's okay, it's normal, it's a new thing, it's your brain trying to protect you from the unknown, but when it comes from a place of love, you can never fuck up. Because even if 
whatever the you wanted to have $10,000 cash month after this program, and you didn't get that. Maybe you didn't get that because that was not aligned for you at the time as a goal, but you didn't know that because you were uh, pressured by the society or the community online to have certain goals that look good and feel good. Like who doesn't want to have fucking $10,000 come into the bank account every like month? That sounds pretty good. Um, but it's knowing and understanding that whatever goals you have, whatever reasons you have to hire someone or get into a program, if it starts with love, if it starts with genuine connection, you can never fuck up because even so, like I hired so many coaches and programs and stuff like that. And maybe I had some, I had some big goals of like, let's go six figure, blah, blah, blah. And I thought I could do this and like, ah, six months, three months. No, sure. You can do it. I can do it. And all with good faith. It didn't happen for me, but that's okay. Because it got me a point further. It pushed me to think differently. It pushed me to grow. It pushed me to just transform my whole freaking being to the person that I am today. And I get to tell you guys my story and I get to help you through it all. So um, all of this, all of the investments that I've ever made, uh, the one thing that transformed it all was last year in 2020 with all the panini stuff going on <laughs> the pandemic nickname is panini now okay so just you're 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 you know these things so um with all the things going on and everything locking down and everything shutting off is just it pushed me so much to learn more about mental health and my mental health and my anxiety and how to manage it, how to deal with it. Because beforehand, my technique, and this is the whole episode, guys, this is, was the premises, but my technique in 2018, 2019, when I was just bullying myself into trying something new, trying something new, because I thought that the reasons I wouldn't launch, like I would launch and it would flop. I wouldn't have, I ha would have like zero sign up. The reason that that would happen was because I was missing some knowledge. There was some magical knowledge somewhere that I was missing. Like I didn't know how to launch. There was this one step that everyone that was successful knew about and I didn't. So I had this whole thing going about like I truly thought or it was a mindset thing. But for me, the mindset was like a belief that I didn't integrate in my being. There's a certain belief somewhere that I didn't have and if I worked hard enough on it, I would have that belief and that it would fix it all. Like I always, I don't know why. Well, I know why. It's just the way human behaviors and you don't want to look yourself as a whole. And instead it's easier to be like, oh, there's just, there's just, there's just this one thing that's wrong with me. And once I fix it, it's going to be okay. We all, we, we've all been there. But since then, and when 2020, and would allow myself to truly like research and dig deeper and spend time with my anxiety, with myself, with my mental health, like with everything going on between my two ears, like to actually, instead of ignoring it, instead of brushing it under the, br brushing it, brooming it, tossing it under the rug, you get what I'm saying? Just hiding it away and trying to force away from it. Instead of doing that, which is what I've, I've done for all of 2018, 2019, instead of doing that, I started to focus on like, well, what happened? if I sit down and actually see like what's what's the tea behind it. Because if you don't know my story about anxiety, um, I started to have, I think it was, I can never remember, 2014, 2015, something like that. I started to have panic attacks each and every single day. It came out of the freaking blue. Like I never thought I was an anxious person until I started to have panic attacks like on the daily, which was great, by the way. Um, I started, it was either 2014, 2015, the January 1st, I had my first panic attack and I thought I was literally dying. So I left my aunt's house, like the New Year's party um, in an ambulance. So that was fun, but came to learn that it was panic attacks. So um when 2020 kind of came around and I was like, well, let's see what happens because I've been through the worst of my anxiety. I've been kept awake nights after nights after nights because of panic attacks. Like I've been through this. It can't really be fucking worse than that. And now that I have a loving, supporting partner to be there for me to be like an extra support when I need it. Um, and I have even more resources to help me with my mindset. Let's see what's behind the curtain. Number one. Um, let me take a sip of water, guys, because again, you know, I don't edit these things. You get what you get. It's like having a conversation or in this case, a monologue with me. 
I'm trying to keep the ASMR of me swallowing to a minimum. So sorry if you don't like this and heard a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, so sitting with myself, the big, big thing that I saw and that I realized is that each and every single time that I tried to ignore my anxiety because I thought that by ignoring it, it would go away or by forcing my way through or working through it or toughing it out and to focus only on the skills, the knowledge, the whatever that I thought that I was missing and completely putting aside whatever questions I had with anxiety, with the way I perceived myself, um, I was completely missing the point. And this is when I realized like each and every single time that I would push my, um, push my anxiety aside to really kind of try to work, just ignore it and work through whatever skills I wanted to work through and really force myself into launches. Um, by doing that, that's how I was ruining my launches. That's the reason why people wouldn't sign up. It's because it didn't feel genuine because I had anxiety problem that were overwhelming. And instead of facing them, I was running away from them. So this is a big theme that I want to talk to you guys today. Um, sorry, I have, again, ADHD, I have sidetracks. But this is one thing, again, you, welcome to my brain. I want to stop saying guys, I want to have something more inclusive. But it's such a like, a habit now it's really hard so i'm trying to find something else so if you have like slide in my dms on instagram if you have um ideas i'm something more inclusive to say then so guys will guys because when i say it i mean everyone like whatever you whatever you identify as i include you in this um but i know it can be triggering for some people so i'm trying to find something more neutral so i'll try to switch it to so weirdos like friend or friend maybe friend we'll, we'll, we'll try that we'll see anyway um so this is what I want to talk today, and this is what I want to showcase to you guys, the difference between working through your, um, managing your anxiety and just hiding it and pushing it away. Um, so I did a post on this on Instagram, and I, if you haven't seen, again, if you don't follow me on Instagram, check it out at Lola the Weirdo Coach, um, but I did this whole infographic just to, just to help you guys. So what ignoring your anxiety can look like? So pushing through the fears. It's one of the examples that I give to my clients. So it's basically just like, you know, oh, I have a fear of failure. So instead of understanding why you have a fear of failure, instead of being like, okay, so where does this come from? What are the other truths that I believe surrounding that, like, and kind of healing that wound? Instead of doing that, you'll just be like, well, just suck it up buttercup. And you're going to be like, oh, I know I'm, I'm afraid to fail, but I'm not going to fail. Let's forget about it and push through. Like that's not addressing the problem. That's just running away from your problem, trying to imagine that it's not there. So that's one of the example. Feeling guilty for having doubts. I had this so many freaking times. Like I would see my mentors, I would see my coaches and everyone or just people on social media launching and they look so freaking confident. And when they would teach back, like whenever I would buy something and I would have someone teaching to me, at me or buying whatever, um, it would always come from a place of confidence as if like it was just innate from them. They were born with it. They just knew this is the way you do it. And it felt so good. And so I'm like, oh, that bitch, that's what I want to be. So I was doubting myself because every single time I was trying to launch something and then I had the little voices telling me like, I'm not good enough. I'm too loud. I'm too weird. I'm don't talk about my shit enough. I don't sell enough. I, my prices are too high, too low too whatever, you know, having these doubts, I started feeling guilty. I was like, well, maybe I'm not doing the work enough. Maybe I'm not doing the mindset enough because you know, I'm a big fan of mindset. I was like, maybe I'm not working on my mindset enough. And I was feeling so freaking guilty for having doubts. And because I was feeling guilty for having doubts, I was just guilty. I was like, oh, why do I feel this way? So instead, again, of facing why I'm having doubts, I just felt guilty. And I try to bury it away and be like, Ugh, I just don't want to talk about it. I don't want to see it. Because again, when you feel guilty of something, do you want to stare at it? Or do you want to just, you know, just sweep it under the rug? Uh, sweep it. That was a word. Sweep it under the rug and forget about it. You want to sweep it. I know. I know you do. Don't lie to me. I do too. But that's not how it's going to work in the weirdo fam. So um, the other example that I have is distracting yourself with tasks so you don't have to face your uncertainties. So I can't remember 
if I told you guys, told you friends, told you people <laughs> about this. Um, but your brain, um, I did a whole Instagram story about this, but basically your anxiety it's o- is only the messenger. So what happens is when your brain faces a new situation that it can't predict for 100% be certain that the outcome is going to be good and there's a chance of you getting hurt. And I'm not necessarily talking of you like physically getting hurt, but it can be emotionally getting hurt or your ego getting bruised. It still count as being hurt and getting hurt by your brain. So the reaction, the normal natural reaction of your brain is trying to keep you away from that situation. How does it do that? It sends its best bitch your way and that bitch is anxiety. So he's going to send anxiety, be like, hey, you know what? Yo, anxiety, what you doing? Not Okay, cool. Go check out Lola because she wants to launch something and she never really launched that thing before. Uh, so we kind of scared. We scared right now. So go um, go make her feel scared and not good and fearful and doubtful um, so she stays away from that idea. Okay, just go insinuate all these little nasty things. Whatever you, whatever you have to say, just say it. Uh, we just want her not to deal with because um, we scared we afraid. Maybe it's not safe. So that's the normal process. We all have these things. But when that happens, the uncertainties, the unknown, you know, the new project, the new launch, the new structure, the new coach, the new whatever something new and different that you want to do, these uncertainties, of course, there's always a risk of you getting hurt. But there's also a massive risk of massive success and massive growth. But your brain don't see that because in that equation, there's still a risk of being hurt. And that prevails over being growing or being successful. Your brain is just trying to protect you. So when it sends anxiety, it only sends anxiety to scare you away from a situation that might be hurtful from you for you. So what you do when you ignore anxiety, it's basically like having a messenger. And the messenger was told until that, you know what? So when you, you, you get served, you know, in a movie, you is, are you that person? Yeah, you got served and then run away. That's anxiety. So she has your name, your face, your address, everything. She knows where you live. She knows where you eat, sleep, do all the things, uh, work, do all the things. She knows that. So when brain sends her, she goes, she knocks on your door. And if you're like, Ooh, I know with anxiety, um, she's not going to just go away. She has a job to do. She has to scare you. That's her job. So what she's going to do if you don't answer, she's going to keep banging her louder on your door and start screaming and all the nasty things she wanted to whisper in your ears. She's going to start yelling them. Be like, yo, you're useless. There's more people with better things out there. And then she's going to start yelling. Thing. Try to work through someone at your door yelling how shit you are. That ain't going to work. So instead of doing that, the big things that I learned that I want to talk to you guys a little bit later in the episode is how to manage your anxiety. So in this metaphor, what it looks like. So instead of locking the door and hoping it goes away, you open the door, give that bitch her favorite drink, sit in front of Netflix and give her a big hug. So um, we're going to talk about that in a second, but distracting yourself with tasks so you don't have to face your uncertainties is a big path. So like I'm saying, your brain is going to send you anxiety because there's some uncertainty. You might get hurt. So a normal reaction would be procrastination or even worst is useful, fake useful procrastination. So what that is, is let's say you've planned your entire launch you're really excited about that um you've already done the sales page you've done the prices you've done everything but then the anxiety gets they un- your brain unleashed the anxiety so what happens is that all these amazing beautiful things you've done with your inspiration with your you're like yeah that feels good that feels exciting well then all these tasks instead of having a check mark next to them all of a sudden the check mark gets a little blurry and your anxiety comes in and be like, oh, are you sure that's okay? You sure that sales page look good? You don't, maybe you need to tell more of the people this and that. Maybe um, you have to put more pictures or you know what? 
you sure those prices? Like, you're really, really, really sure? And she's going to come and put all these doubts in the things you've already accomplished, all the little check marks you're going to done. You're going to feel like, oh, my God, maybe I need to do them again. And then you're going to go in kind of a useless production of things you've already done. Or the other thing that happens quite often is to, um, instead of doing the things that you have to do, you'll distract yourself with household tasks. So instead of having the things already done and questioning them and redoing them, if the things are not done yet and you look at them, you're like, okay, so I have to do this, 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 and this for my launch. Well, then your anxiety is going to come and be like, hey, bitch, that looks like an awful lot of things to do. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be able to do all of them. Yeah. But are going to be good, though, are going to be good enough for like people to buy because, you know, they need to be pretty good if you want people to buy. And just by you seeing this list of things that all of a sudden, like five minutes ago, looked fine and you got excited to do them. Now it seems like you can't even fucking go through it. And it feels like the the world is on your shoulders for you to accomplish five tasks. So what do you do instead of doing that? You go do the laundry. You go do the dishes. You go take a walk. You go, you know, it's time to go back and start working out again. So you'll find other things and you're going to distract yourself with something else. Or you're going to go watch a movie, watch YouTube videos, read a book, whatever it is. And sometimes it's productive. Sometimes it's not. But because you get afraid, you get scared and you just don't want to look at it, you'll distract yourself with something else. And again, that leads you to no fucking where. So um, while you ignore all this beautiful anxiety, um, you try to ignore her, but she still gets in your brain because she dead good. Um, it gets you to making plans and never follow them. We've all been there. We've all been to like, oh, you know what? I got this really cool fucking idea. I can't tell you guys how many, <laughs> how many launch plans I have versus how many actually saw it to the end. Like the ratio, especially if you take into consideration like 2018, 2019, the ratio is probably for every five launch ideas that I planned out, one got out there and got sold. Not because I didn't want to, not because I was like, oh, you know what? I have a, this is like, I don't want to do this. It's just because my anxiety got the best of me and I let it get the best of me because I only ignore it. So making plans and never following them. Check. I've done that times and times again. Talking yourself out of launches before they even start again, like I was saying. Um, it's so easy to have these beautiful, wonderful ideas. And I'm I'm talking a lot about launches, but it's the same thing if you want to start a new project. Um, I wrote a book last year, which fucking blew my mind. But if I let my anxiety just ignored it and try to just push through, I would have never had my book out, like never in a thousand years. So I'm saying launches all the time, but it gets to be just project as well. So you have this beautiful, wonderful project that you want to do and you're really excited about it. But then, well, you just have the anxiety, you know, yelling at your door, all these nasty things. You're just ignoring her. But what it does is that you're keeping, you're working, you're working. And then those things, you're not, you know, you're ignoring, you're not listening, but you're still hearing. You're still hearing this, these things and you still get in your brain and you still get, they, she gets in your head. If you just, you just hear, she just gets in your head. However it is, she's going to, that's her job. And then you start assuming that the things that she's saying are reality. You start to assume is like, yeah, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I need more experience. Maybe I, I'm not really good at doing this. Maybe I need to learn more about selling before I sell my things. Maybe I need to take a course on like, you know, Instagram and stuff before I do something on Instagram. Maybe. And then you have yourself a whole new project and you talk yourself out of it. You're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's the worst fucking sentence because all of a sudden, all the lies and the nasty shit she's been telling you make sense. And you end up in the position, you're like, well, it makes sense to wait to sell something because I don't have a sale background. Like I need to take a course on selling because when I have my course on selling, then it's going to be so much easier to sell, right? So let's go take the course before I do anything else. And same thing like, well, I need to, you know, I this, this always is my favorite one. It's like, I really need to make money in my business. So I want to hire someone to help me make money in my business, right? Right. But then you have the coach, it's 
perfect, everything, you love it, it feels good, eh, but you look at the price, and again, I was never a coach to pressure anyone. I've done, again, I did a whole episode about it, um, and I spilled the beans, and I told you guys that I did, way back when I started, I did some pressure selling, and it never felt good, and ever since I've never done it again, but I'm not a coach to pressure you to be like, you have to take cologne. You have to do this, fill up your max, like max up your credit card. If it doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel good, but it's always allowing yourself to see the different perspective. Like this business is really freaking important and you want to have it so bad. Well, it's understanding. It's like, I know you're not comfortable with this thing right now, but is that just your anxiety or this is, is it an ultimate truth? Because it's seeing your perspective on things and perspective, the way you view things, your reality is not necessarily the reality. Just like my reality is not the ultimate reality because I have my perception alternating. Um, yeah, alternating? No, altering, altering, right word. Altering the reality. I have my own perception of life based on my experience, altering what I believe to be true. Same as you have your own experience, altering your perspective to what you believe to be true. Um, so that can be in multiple ways. So firstly, a way that like, and when it comes down to um, the coaching and hiring someone, um, and this is one thing that a coach told me and I took, I'm going to fucking take it to my grave and I'm going to share it with you guys. It's to think about uh, two things, actually. Um, firstly, is it going to matter in five years, 10 years? Because all these goals and what anxiety does, it brings you a false sense of urgency for a certain problem. So if you're like, oh my God, I'm going to invest that coach yeah, that sounds good. And your price, it's like, it's more than I'm comfortable with. But I see how this like this makes me grow and stretches me and allows me for more space to be able to learn how to do these things. And it brings me one step closer to my ultimate dream. Fuck yeah, let's do it. But then the anxiety comes in and starts to whisper all these things that make you all uh, make you change. Let's use the word change now because I can't remember the other one. She makes you change your perspective. So your reality changes as well. So now you're feeling like, well, if I borrow money, if I put that on my credit card, what do I do? I don't have the money to pay back. What if I have charges? What if I ask X, Y, and Z? Well, maybe. And again, if you're not comfortable with these things, don't do it. It's perfectly fine. But it's understanding. It's like, well, is your discomfort from like a month or two or three of having like credit cards or even a year of having like debts or loans or whatever is a year of that. Like the anxiety or stress or whatever, just having loans. Is it worse than your anxiety and fears of you wanting to be somewhere else in your business and you not feeling that you can achieve that. So it's always just putting in perspective and the five to 10 years this is going to matter in five to 10 years. That's something that really helped me out because it puts in perspective what's truly important. And I did a little bit of research as well. And it's the same thing. Like when I saw that most Canadians, because I'm Canadian, so that's the, the studies I have. Um, the, the average Canadian has about like a little bit over $20,000 of debts. Like that's the average Canadian. And I'm not glorifying debts. I don't think it's a good thing, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's whatever you make it. And that's the truth about basically almost anything. It's just, um, it's not good. It's not bad. We decide if it's good or bad. And it all depends of what our perspective are. So I want a real big, big tangent of that, but let's go back to anxiety, shall we? Um, but yeah, so this I talked about. Yes. All of these, I have points just to make sure <laughs> I talked about everything. Um, but yeah, so all these things of really kind of seeing your perspective and knowing is like, well, is it the reality or is this just my brain trying to scare me away from something? Because now I'm talking about a launch and you wanting to start a project and you have your anxiety, but that applies to everything in your life. Everything. Um, if you are new to dating, and you're starting to date someone, <laughs> or if you you want to learn a music instrument, or um, what whatever whatever literally whatever or like I just said, if you want to hire someone but you never really spend that kind of money, 
um, all of these things, it's not good, it's not bad, but then your anxiety is, is going to try to scare you away from it because there are chances of you getting hurt in their perspective. Again, your perspective of your brain, you have chances of being hurt in the now. It doesn't see on the long term. It doesn't see, well, maybe, yeah, right now you're going to be hurt because you're paying that money and maybe in three months you're not going to have to make it back. What's going to happen then? Well, that's not the question. The question is like, you're going to spend that money. Is it going to get you closer to your dreams? Is it going to get you closer to your goals? Maybe you're not going to make it back right now in three months and that's okay. But that doesn't mean that in 10 years when you're going to be a millionaire, (laughs) it's going to freaking matter because you're going to be like, yeah, I struggle a little bit there. It was not the most comfortable, but it's out of discomfort that you grow and become the person that you want to be. And that's, I pride myself on that too always pushing myself to be in discomfort and not in a way that um, hurts you, but in a way that pushes you to grow. And it's always like I do it in like, you know, waves of like, you want a new goal. Well, you get this like uncomfortable and changes and try new things. And then you finally get there and like, oh my God, I feel so good here. And then you take a breather and you appreciate it. And then you look at the next level above and you're like, I'm gonna get that bitch. And you repeat the fucking process. So that's how it works. Because if you stay safe, if you stay in the safe, that means you're ignoring your anxiety. That means you're just letting it win. That means you're listening to everything she's saying. And that means that every single time that you have even the slightest risk of being hurt, you're not going to take it. And that's not how you grow, my friend. That's not how you grow. That's how you stay in the same spot you are today. And that's the reason when I started my business, it took me like I had a meeting with a coach that I really loved and she pitched me and it really scared me because it was about like when I transferred it in Canadian dollars, it was about like 5,000 Canadian dollars um, for three months of coaching, of private coaching. And I was dead afraid because I've never spent that kind of money on coaching, but you know. I spend that kind of money multiple times when it came to school and that I never blinked whatsoever for spending that kind of money. Anyway, um, I was really fucking scared. I was really fucking scared. But so I said no. And I said that I don't have the money. I can't do it. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, We've all know the spiel. And a couple of months later, I came back to her and I was like, you know what? I've been trying to do it myself and I can't do it. And I just desperately, I just want the growth. I just want that business. I want it more than anything else. I want it more than the discomfort that it's going to bring me to call the bank and have a loan for $5,000. That discomfort is worth more to me. Like my business is worth more than that discomfort. So I did the thing. It was really freaking scary. (laughs) And um, I, to this day, I never once regretted doing it um, because I hired my coach in July. And I believe in September of October, I signed a contract that would completely replace my part-time job. And I was able to quit my part-time job and go full-time in my business ever since. So, um, yeah, it's all because I believed in myself and I gained trust and I was able to do the thing. But then again, now the anxiety is caught up to me and it's about dealing with that freaking anxiety. Um, so this is why for me, it got so important to teach a lot of people, as many people as I can, literally, how to manage anxiety because versus ignoring it, because like I've been talking about for about half an hour, ignoring your anxiety doesn't get you in anywhere. It just makes it louder and it makes just kind of be insidious and sneak into your brain and then you can't get it out. And then whatever she was yelling at you, you now believe that to be true. And that's not getting anywhere because you are a fucking superstar. You're an amazing fucking human being and you have some beautiful gifts to share with the world. And you can't listen to that anxiety bitch. You just cannot because your success and you helping other people all depends on you getting out of your own head, you deciding to learn how to manage properly your anxiety. And when I say manage, I don't mean eliminate I mean, manage because your anxiety is always going to be part of you. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I made peace with that. And ever since I made peace with that, I'm the happiest fucking version of myself that I've ever been. Like, if I think about it enough right now, I'm going to cry because I'm really fucking proud of the person that I become. I I just became through my work with anxiety and everything that I'd done. 
And it's just, I'm so fucking proud and excited to be able to teach other people to do the same. So managing your anxiety, it's all about finding what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So I have a couple of examples for you guys about managing your anxiety and what that can look like. So first thing first, acknowledging your anxiety and taking rapid action. So instead of when you hear the, the anxiety knocking at your door for the first time, instead of being like, oh, maybe you should just go away and hope for that, you know, the ignoring path. Instead of doing that, you get right up and you go and you fucking open the door. That's what we're doing. We're taking rap. We acknowledge that the anxiety is there. And instead of ignoring it, we take rapid action because it's and it's with actions that anxiety gets defeated. It's through actions and it's through um, aligned actions and it's through inspired actions and it's through actions that are made and tailored for you and your needs. Because this is one thing that I pride myself a little pitch, you know, for Thriving Weirdo. This is one thing I pride myself on because I've never been the gal to sell things that are like, oh, it's a one step fit all like, you know, one size fit all thing that everyone can do just this one thing and it fits. Um, I hate that because I feel everyone had different needs and everyone has a different way of approaching their business, their anxiety, their goals and everything like that. So I made <laughs> Thriving Weirdo to be able to be tailored to your needs. This is why I'm recording all of these things, like I'm recording each and every courses type of situation live with you guys. And afterwards, I have a whole coaching session. So you can tell me exactly how you're struggling with your anxiety. You can tell me exactly how it's impacting you. And we can find methods and techniques that are just for you. So you get all the knowledge that I have, you get examples and techniques and worksheets and data and all the things of step by step <clears throat> in different areas of my life, in different areas of my business, how I manage my anxiety and how I teach it to my clients for so they can have their results. You get to have all these teachings and you get to have lifetime access to all these teachings. And then you get to have the coaching as well, which is the life fucking changing parts because that's where you can have true transformation is when you can sit down with someone and be like, here, these are my, these are my problems. This is what I'm dealing with. But I'm good with that. I'm not good with that. I mean, we get to have a discussion, not like this monologue. We get to have a discussion. So um, this is a huge part of you learning to manage your anxiety. It's finding what works for you because I'll teach you all the things I know about me, all the things I know that worked for other people and throw at you my entire fucking knowledge, like more than you ever fucking need. You're going to have it all. But it's so fucking important as well that you're able to try them and see what works for you and what doesn't. And I based my whole coaching off of this. I based my whole coaching off of like, do you like it? Does that make you feel good and excited? No, let's not fucking do it then. Like never once am I ever going to force one of my clients to do, well, this technique works for me. You have to do this. No, I'm going to suggest you the fucking enter in, uh, entire encyclopedia of strategies and techniques that you can do. And we'll find the one that it makes you the most excited, the most like, yeah, excited is the best word. You have little tingles down your back and you really want to do it. You might be a little bit scared, but you want to, it sounds really fun for you. That's how I do my whole coaching, my whole teachings. And that's what I'm doing with Thriving Weirdo as well, which I'm really fucking excited about. Um, so yeah, acknowledging your anxiety and taking rapid actions. That's what we we're talking about, just in case you forgot. <laughs> um, letting your anxiety in and sending it love. That's another big technique for me that really helped me. Again, I'm going to take a sip of water real quick because I'm talk I'm on fire on this episode. It's going to be a long-ass episode. Ooh, I just saw 1222 in my thingy. Sending you all the good loves. Check out what angel number 1222 means. I'm. It's good. I took my sip. So um, when I was talking about letting your anxiety in and giving it love, that's one of most the biggest part of the transformation. And that's a huge chunk of thriving weirdo, because once you let your anxiety in again, anxiety is only the messenger and anxiety is only there to keep you safe. So it's just like you have your best friend that comes to you, be like, girl, you got to you, you got to be there. And it's always kind of you feel she's nagging you. 
to get better, to do the thing, to make sure you're safe, to make sure you're okay. It was just like your mom. Your mom just always being over your shoulder, overprotective. You're like, mom, can you please just give me my space? It's It can feel annoying. But when you take a step back, you realize it's only from love. So when you try to just get pissy at them, it doesn't work because they just want to help you more. They just want to be there and protect you even more. So what you do instead, and you can do this with your mom as well if you want to, um, you reply with love. You'd look at your anxiety and you tell them, tell it, tell however you want to call your anxiety. You tell them like, thank you. Thank you for trying to protect me. I truly freaking appreciate it and try to understand what it's trying to protect you against. And just seeing what's the fear behind it all. And you get to see that you get to identify it. Then we get to work through the fear and we get to identify like the beliefs and everything. It's a whole system behind it. And we go through it and thriving weirdo in great details. But once you reply and you lead with love, magic freaking happens. And that's one of like the, the biggest part of the whole transformation is instead of fucking throwing rocks at your anxiety is you open your arm you give her a big hug a warm blanket a little hot chocolate and you sit her in front of some netflix show that's cute and makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside that's how you deal with it that's how you deal with it um another way of managing um is installing solid routines that keep you on top of things um and i'm one to talk because again i have adhd uh, routines are my nemesis, but also my saviors. So what I do is what I like to call loose routines. And it's something I've been teaching for a long time to my clients. It's just a way to organize yourself that you have key elements that you do during your day. I don't care how you do it or when you do it, but you have key elements. So you have a routine that's really more malleable that you can move around that you can decide according to uh, your needs of the moment or your um yeah, the needs are what you want to accomplish, or maybe something came up and you can't do this now, you have to do it later. Whatever it is, is creating this routine that puts in place because um, routines calls for action and it calls from having a structure and that's really soothing for anxiety. So I'm not saying to over routine and over plan to like the fucking, to every 15 minutes, you know exactly where you're going, what you're doing. If that helps you and calms you, sure. But it's always to give yourself a structure, give yourself some an area that your anxiety feels like, okay, you got this under control. But it's also to be able to trust yourself that whatever happened, even if you don't do the thing today, you're not going to die. <laughs> you're not in real danger. It's again, it's training your anxiety to realize that you're not in real danger. Because again, she's just the muscle dude from your brain. Your brain is all panicked. You'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, danger, danger. It sends the anxiety and the anxiety just hurts. Like there's danger. Go fuck her up and scare her. And she just runs to you like, big bitch, like don't do the thing because you suck. Get away from there. Um, so she's just trying to scare you. She doesn't know what's happening. She, again, she's just a messenger. So making the messenger understand, be like, I'm not going to die. Like, look at this, all the beautiful things. Sure. There might be a little bit of rocks. There might be sharp, but most of the things here are flowers and puppies and unicorns. So it's good. We're going to be good. We're going to be Gucci. So um, managing it that way, for me, that's how I do my loose structure, <laughs> loose schedule. And again, in Thriving Weirdo, I teach all about this and how I do it. But the one element that I can tell you guys right now that I do each and every single day that really helps and that's really like pivotal. And I know, again... I'm not a mom. I'm a fur baby mom. But I know if you have kids, it might be a little bit harder. But that doesn't mean that's an excuse for not doing it. I'm going to be harsh with you for a little hot second. But it's taking it, it's not it doesn't have to be an hour, two hours, five hours, it gets to be 10 minutes. 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be super long. But one thing that I do each and every single day, and I never I haven't missed a whole I haven't missed a day in three months. And I'm really proud of myself for that because, again, routines are my nemesis. Um, is self-care and mental health checkups. So what I do each and every single night before going to bed. And again, I do it before going to bed because that what fits best. And I feel I'm my better version of myself right before going to bed. 
So I, if you want to do it in the morning, you get to do it in the morning. If you want to do it in the afternoon, at noon, I don't fucking care. But it's just like to find that moment, you kind of make a pact with yourself or promise that every day I'm going to do that. So what I do is I journal. I write down all the things that went on through the day. I went on, I'm going to write the good and the bad. And when there was like bad things or fears or doubt that came up, I'm going to uh, journal about it to see what's the fear behind it and what do I choose to believe instead. So I have this whole routine. And again, all the journaling prompts and everything's going to be a thriving weirdo. Not that just, you know, but you know, um, but Basically, just writing down all the goods and the bad, um, writing things you're grateful for, and then the bad things. It, again, it's bad because you perceive them as bad, but see it as how it can serve you or how it's not really that bad or um, just what other things you can believe instead. Um, so I do that. And then I meditate. So again, meditation doesn't have to be fucking two hours sitting in silence thinking about nothing. I put binaural beats on Spotify. Uh, they have really cool playlist. I use binaural beats meditation and um, I just do whatever feels good. So sometimes I sit in bed. I have a little red light that apparently helps you to relax and fall asleep sleep better. So I put a little red light. I meditate. If you want to check it out, I have on Instagram and their reels. I have my nighttime routine um, and I, I meditate and sometimes it's like two, three, four, five minutes. Sometimes it's 10, 15, 20 minutes because I have massive downloads and it just feels too good. And it just feels really, really great. So, um, whatever I feel like I need, I do the thing. So again, if you're a busy mom or you have something like just find five, 10 minutes in your day, you get to have five, 10 minutes. And even before you go to bed, maybe you're super fucking tired, but it's taking the time for yourself because the growth that you have, the thing is, especially I do it before bed, especially because throughout the night, what your brain does during the night, of course, you have your dreams and whatnot, but your brain uses that time to process all the information it received throughout the day and to kind of create new pathways and new like patterns and stuff like that. So I make sure that I go to sleep on a positive and a positive note and um, it helps me to get up the next morning and be like, woo, and happy and excited and kind of really grow into uh, the, the person that I want to become with these new pathways that I create because I went to sleep with this fucking awesome vibe. The other thing that I do too, a little trick, a little extra is um, I write a note to myself. So what I do is I'm going to write down uh, like dear few, like dear Lola, but it's going to be for tomorrow morning because I feel in the evening I have my highest vibe and in the morning sometimes I, I have more tendencies that are it's riskier for me to get sidetracked or to get like sucked into something negative. So I want to start my day with something positive. So when I'm at my highest at night, I write a message for my um, more the riskier self in the morning telling me how amazing and wonderful I am, how strong and telling me everything's going to be okay. And just giving me like a couple of things I, I should accomplish that day and just focus on these things and just send myself my merry way. It, that really helped me as well. So for sure, managing your anxiety these ways and establishing a kind of loose routine, is going to fucking transform your life. So yeah, that was a huge episode. <laughs> Um, if you're like, yeah, that was a huge episode, but I, I, this is just to show you how passionate and how I could, I could still talk about this for 10 more hours nonstop. Like I have so many things to share and to tell and to teach about anxiety and managing your anxiety because seriously, like I am not the same person that I was before I started learning my to manage my anxiety. But when I was just ignoring my anxiety, I was an angry little bitch. Like I can't like sure I was I was a happy like happy easygoing person, but inside of me I had so much anger, so much resentment for my head and how I was doing and I was not good enough and all these nasty things. Um but ever since I stepped into this kind of new representation well it's not a new representation it's the person that was always in there but was so kind of I just have a picture of being in um a tar pit or like uh the moving sand and you can't lift your arms and it's like you're just trapped on the need all this goo well I the goo was my anxiety the goo was me trying to ignore all the things going around me and just kind of fight through it but that's not how it works. The same thing in a tar pit or in, oh, that's such a good metaphor <laughs> or a quicksand. It's like the more you move, 
the quicker you you drown. So instead, we'll send some love to the to the quicksand and we're going to be able to move past it and we're going to get you to safety and to thriving into success. So if you're interested to join Thriving Weirdo, and you should, if you haven't found your specific way to manage your anxiety, if you're still having trouble to launch thing and feel, feel excited from A to Z, if you have so many projects that you want to accomplish, but you're riddled with fear, you need to apply to Thriving Weirdo. I'm not even saying that. Like, if you want to apply, like, no, bitch, listen to me right now. I love you. And this is your safe space. This is your chance to get in. At, again, the price is really ridiculous. Like, if you pay in full, it's less than $900 for three full months of coaching. I'm just saying, like, I'm really crazy to be doing this price, but I don't care. That was a price that came to me that was inspired, and I trust it. So, and again, see, if it were like 2018, 2019, I would never do something like that because I would doubt myself, be like, oh, it should be so much more expensive and changing the price. Blah, blah, blah. No, it is what it is. So, if you have, if you know your anxiety is keeping your best of you, and I know you know, and it can be presented as, as fears, as doubts, as all of this. If you are struggling with this, girl, you have, girl, person, friend, I don't want to be, <laughs> again, I want to be inclusive. Weirdo, friend, you have so many beautiful blessings and skills and knowledge to share. And you have to go and get out there and share them. But in order to do that, you have to get out of your own brain. You have to learn to manage your anxiety. And that's what Thriving Weirdo is there for. And I've done it in a three-month setting. So you can have the time to sit with it and transform yourself. And I did it at this price. So you didn't have an excuse. So your anxiety didn't give you an excuse to tap out before it even started. This is your freaking chance. I'm telling you, this is it. Get in it, transform your life. Welcome to the weirdo fam. We're going to fucking, the party's happening and you're invited. Like your name's on it, all in lights. You're in, come in. We're going shopping for love and hopes. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just too excited. But seriously, this program, I, I'm still, it's launching. It's out there. I've talked about it again and again. I just think about it. I have the biggest smile on my face. It gives me chills because I know this is going to transform so many lives and I want it to transform yours too. So if you want to apply, check out the link in the show notes or check out on Instagram. The link is on there. It's easy peasy. There's even a payment plan. So you can plan, you can pay on um, three months. So I think the payment plan for three months, it's like 333. I love angel numbers. So 333 on three months. It's awesome. It's like, again, it's really cool. So <laughs> if you're interested, um, if you have issues with your anxiety, go check it out right now. Just fucking go check it out. You're going to thank me later. So I love you. You're safe. You're so fucking safe right now. Like, I just want you to take a moment and realize that this is a safe place. This is a safe moment and you're okay. You're exactly where you're supposed to be and you're on your way to success. So I love you so much and I will talk to you pretty soon for another episode. But until then, take care of yourself, manage your anxiety, and do a little dance party now and then. <laughs> Bye.